0: Now listening to In the Spotlight, only on Bu Life. Hello everyone, this is R.J. Sanya, and today we have a very very special guest for our episode. And I am with Regine L. Sawyer. And she is an American comics writer, editor, and founder of the Women in Comics NYC Collective International. So welcome ma'am. So could you tell us a little small facts about yourself that is not on the internet and that we can only hear from you?
1: Oh my goodness! I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I studied to be a chef.
0: Okay. I have
1: I have a bachelor's degree in hospitality management. Okay. I was a corporate food manager for ten years, and I also was a wine taster for fifteen years.
0: Wow! <laughs> so that's not on the internet. <laughs> I'm really glad to know. <laughs> Okay, uh, so what would you say that who was your biggest influence in being a comic writer?
1: My biggest influence, I mean, honestly, it was my, my family. <laughs> my my family, I feel like they're very creative people. <laughs> um, my mother was a painter. Um, she also used to tell me stories <laughs> at night, at bedtime, but she would make them up. <laughs> and I, I would make her t- tell me the names of okay. the children that she would talk about in the stories. So okay. if there were 10 children, <laughs> yeah. She would remember every single name, and she would have to, when she was telling the story, like, go back and give those names. So definitely my mother, it was definitely, oh, I love my mother so much, Uh, uh, inspiration in terms of when it came to just writing, period, because of how creative she was. But So my brother was very creative, too. He was was an artist, and he's a chef, too, and, and also a musician. So I would like to say, like, for the most part, it's my family.
0: Okay, So like first you said, first you got introduced to comics from your like father and brother, you start reading. then, then how did you like realize you want to write your own stories?
1: Um, I just start I just started writing them just because I liked writing..
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so as, just as a little girl, I would write little stories. Mm-hmm. I just love I just loved the written word and then mm-hmm. fell in love with um, comics because they, it brought together um, uh, pictures and, and the written word. Um, so I, I don't know if there was ever just a a point where it was just like, this is something I, I, I all of a sudden am inspired to do. It just happened. It was very organic.
0: Okay. And, uh, in storytelling, what kind of characters in real life usually inspire you to include like in the characters and the stories?
1: Um, I mean, I love not strong female characters. I love all-encompassing female characters. I love female characters that show you um, different sides of themselves, mainly because I, mean, I, I I like humanity. I mean, like the humanness of a character. Um, um and, and honestly, that also inspires me just by meeting people because we all have different characteristics. We have different lived experiences. And I find that fascinating. And so with those things, that's that's how I end up adding the characteristics I add to my characters just by knowing people and just by enjoying full female characters.
0: Okay, And know uh, which character like which is very popular. Do you like uh, will people be surprised to know that you have created is there any character like that?
1: I don't think so. <laughs> I, mean, and, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, there's some people that know my my like my independent mm-hmm. work. But a lot of people don't necessarily know them. But I think people are surprised to know that I love writing horror. Okay. And I like I like science fiction. I write like space space stories. I, I think that t- people are taken aback. They think that I'm going to write something that's cutesy. And there's nothing wrong with cutesy. I love cutesy. Um you know but that's not what I write. So that's what surprises people, like the subject matter.
0: Okay, um, why do you think it is important for representation of women, and especially women in color, in this field of comedy?
1: I think it's important because we exist. Right. And we have yeah. stories. You know, We have experiences that the mainstream does not. Okay. And a lot of us um, just are not seeing that reflected. So it's important that those stories are reflected because we exist. And therefore, those stories exist. And I want to see more of that. And I know like my, my, my friends want to see more of that because... You don't see, like, our lived experiences or our neighbors' lived experiences or just the experience of folks in other countries. You know, you don't get to see that. So it's important that we reflect what's in society, even if it's a different society than our own.
0: So, ma'am, I wanted to know what led you to make the Lock It Down productions.
1: What led me to create Lock It Down productions was because... I was interested in writing comics and I at the time I was considering going back to school for a cartooning degree and a gentleman in a comic book shop overheard me talking to my friend about it and I found out that he had an independent company and I started helping him as a managing editor. I learned how to edit comics. Um, I learned how to review um, art submissions and edit scripts and after a year of being at that company and learning everything not to do, um, I, I was very very self-taught. And I'm appreciative of that experience, but it, by the end of that year, I said, okay, I'm doing this for myself. I'm 100% doing this for myself, and I'm going to figure it out. So that's what led to uh, me starting Lock It Down Productions.
0: Okay, and uh, what do you think about the comic scene in India? It's fun. I mean, I'm going
1: to <laughs> Mumbai Comic Con. I mean, I love seeing so many comic book fans. Um, I loved all the cosplay, and I liked meeting the few creators that I met. Because um, I, I met actually a, a few female creators, comic book creators, and that was really cool. And the stories that they were were sharing were interesting too. And I want to see more of that. So I just I just enjoyed like the the, the diversity within on um, the in, Indian comic book scene, at least from what I saw.
0: That is really nice to hear. And last question from <laughs> yeah this last question from my side. Like I've yeah. seen the nowadays quite a lot of adapting culture from like the books to to the screen and a lot of comics with like Marvel they all were comics at first. They then they turned into movies. So would what's like what's your opinion on like comics being adapted to screen or should the comics just be comics and and all
1: that? I mean, I I'm all for the evolution of a medium. I'm also interested in creators getting paid for their work so what's what's my pet peeve or what's the most bothersome for me and bothersome for a lot of creators and that you're seeing your work being put on the screen things that you created things that you helped design but you're not getting compensated from these from these um, uh, movie companies for what you what you um added to the story by being that comic book creator or writer and you know we signed various different co- the contracts and you know the work isn't your work like if yours if it's Marvel DC that belongs to them but I still feel like a, a person that contributed to that character or just to the armor of Iron Man or the way uh Spider-Man's uh, webs uh, shoot out. Like, you should be compensated for that, especially if it's something that becomes really popular. And even if it doesn't, the fact that you put something on the screen that I made, I should get some money for, <laughs> for that. Artists should be compensated. So I don't have any problem with it. I'm here for all the various different evolutions as long as creators get paid. <laughs> really, truly. <laughs>
0: And just my, I'm so sorry. Just my last, last question. Like uh, when I was reading about you, it was, they, they had written that mostly focus on women and especially women in color. But today, when I attended your session, you had included non gender com- conforming people yeah. as well. So how did that come about?
1: Well, our mem- we had members that identified as non-binary. <laughs> it was really that simple, you know. Maybe like initially they presented as female, and then they said, "Well, actually, like I'm non-binary. Am I? Can I still be a member? I'm like, of course. I'm not going to say no. So whoever, because uh, because why should I say no? You need help." You need resources. That's what the organization is for. So if you need help, you need resources. We're here because there, there aren't other organizations that do what we do at present, but there's room. I would love for there to be more organizations that help women and gender nonconforming people. But at present, we, we don't. But we need, I'm gonna to continue to say it, like we do, I would love to have more community partners. So that's how it came about is because they were, they were in need just like us. So if you need a service, we're here. That's it.
0: And anything for aspiring writers?
1: Stay the course. (laughs) Stay the course. You know, don't beat up on yourself if you feel like you don't feel like being creative or if you feel like you have a block. Take a nap. Get something to eat. You know, get something to drink. Take a walk. You know, if you have a pet, you know, play with your pet. But be gentle with yourself. But it, I understand that it can be hard when you feel like you have to produce something, whether it's for yourself, whether it's for school, whether it's because of a deadline. Sometimes you just need to t- take some time to take care of you, and then the creativity will come. So that's my advice: take care of yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank, you so much, Thank you so much, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you.